The witch's cackle burns the eye that sees the danger you are in. Sometimes we're wrong, but we want to prove that we are right, so we begin. Watch out, there's a sword and it's coming for your neck. In this battle for salvation, in this battle for salvation. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Battle for Salvation Warhammer Underworlds podcast. I am Max Bernstein. I am Randall Slate. I still have a cold. Mm. And yeah, and uh, and today we're going to talk about uh, an emergency episode, I would say, uh, because the the FAQ dropped and also Power Unbound, the new, uh, the new card pack has dropped. And with us today to make sure we don't screw up and also sound like we're really smart is Michael Carlin. Hey. All right, Michael Carlin's on the program, everybody. Let me just hey. tell you something. He has now held all three major American uh, Warhammer Underworlds podcasts, and um, I, I think he scored the penalty. <laughs> yeah, I'll go with that. Sure. All right, let's call it. Um, anyway, but before we get started, just some upcoming tournaments. Um, we have the West Hartford GW Store Clash in West Hartford, Connecticut. That's freaking today, and it's at 1 o'clock, and I got to get the hell out of here because I'm going with that. Um, so anybody in the, uh, in the Connecticut area, um, uh, I would recommend you go to that. Um, although you probably won't hear this until tomorrow or the next day. So actually that's, I'm calling at you from the past. Um, the rift in peak skill is having their second one on, uh, on July 20th. I don't have a time yet. Um, but we will tell you that in a future episode, the portal in Manchester, Connecticut is having that triple threat tournament that I've been talking about. Remember three specific um, faction specific cards for your objectives, gambits and upgrades, no restricted cards, but you're allowed one banned card. I've already fallen victim to time trap again. It has brought back bad memories. Um, Cause I was playing with Chris and he like time trapped in uh rip tooth and just like killed Yulthari from like across the board. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was great. Um, Warhammer World Grand Clash. Michael, you're going to that, right? Yeah, I am. All right. So that's on, uh, that's, well, hold on. I got to flip it all around. That's on 6 7. Yep. It's on both days. It's the right. first two day Grand Clash we've had. Now, if you're in America and you're planning on going to that, it's on 7 the 6, just so that you know. Mm. But it's a two day if you do really good. Um, okay. And of course, uh, Michael has told me that I can say, that if you go to that, you can feel free to say hi to the guy that looks like Gandalf when he was still in college. Yep. That's you. That is, that is definitely <laughs> me. Got it. Okay. And also, uh, Battle for Salvation is having another um, Underworld's uh, Shade Glass tournament when we're having a big 40K thing. Randall, what what day is that? That's like in August somewhere, sometime, right? I, tried I don't know if we came up with a date for that yet, but uh, I tried to get in touch with Bobby. He seemed to know okay. exactly the day anyway, but there's, we will be doing another one in August. Um, we're just not sure of the date yet. We'll tell you at a later date. All right. So moving on biography questions. Um, Michael, mm -hmm. why do we have you on here? What, what's your expertise? Um, uh, we've got, so I run a blog, uh, still city in the worlds. There you go. I yeah. think we're the third biggest blog. I don't know, like the other, um, the other blogs kind of like, uh, view counts or anything, but I think we're third underneath 
Catafrain Relic and uh, Can You Roll a Crit? Right. Okay. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll tell you personally, Steel City was the first one that I was reading because when um, when I did a Google search like a year ago, that was like the first thing that popped up. So I, that was the one that I read. And we're on uh, top of those uh, search terms. Yeah, good stuff. And it used to be called Steel City Shadespire. We did. Yeah, we changed. Um, I'm not sure for the better, but we changed with the times. Yeah, I don't know. I think you can just call it Shadespire. <laughs> That's 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 not a bad blog as well. That's a good one too. Um, well, uh, well, I think it's also unique because they, they he, uh, you know, Stephen Van, who we've had on the program before, he he gets into the math of things rather than just like, you know, what card what cards do. He really gets into the math of it, which is really great. Yeah, no, he he he's got a niche and he does it really well. I Very actually do well. like him. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, so uh, second question: Why did you get into this game in the first place? Um, so I've always, I've, I'm more of a PC gamer than a tabletop gamer. I'm not like, um, super hobby type of person. Um, but I, I, I kind of really like competitive games. Um, and I've always kind of been aware of games workshop stuff. You know, it's, it's prevalent in the United Kingdom. It's everywhere, you know, like a, any yeah. small town will have a games workshop store there. And like, did, from like, did you watch that game sex education? Sorry to interrupt, but you know, like that, that, that TV show, it's on Netflix in the States mm-hmm. called sex education. I've like not Ace, seen it. I've, I've heard of it. I've not it's seen got it. like Lisa Butterfield and um, what's her name from uh, Jillian Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, there's a character in one of the episodes called like Warhammer Dan. Warhammer club. Is that like a thing? Yeah. That, yeah. They, they okay. have them in schools. Oh, great. All right. So sorry. Sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to bring that. Oh, that's all right. Um, but yeah, I, I've kind of been on the side kind of playing board games for a bit because it's just fun. It's a nice social thing to do with friends. And um, I also dabbled with Magic the Gathering back in the day. I didn't and know. when this game came out, uh, one of my friends you know, said, this is really good. You should try it. And I was hooked pretty much the first game I played. Like, <laughs> it's absolutely like it's nice to have all the, you know, really fancy games workshop lore and models and all that stuff but having boards with proper hexes you know not having to use tape measures and i like the deck building elements of it um yeah i absolutely love the game and not stopped since i played my first game well it what, seems to scratch what's wrong the with tape things. measures ah i don't like them the problem with that it's too imprecise the tape measure is too not. imprecise <laughs> yeah. well okay the problem with tape measures and stuff that I have is it feels like uh, if you're playing with your friends, it doesn't matter, right? You just, you just do whatever. Like you, you say, that's an inch, that's fine. But like, if you go to a tournament for something, it feels like it rewards the people who just keep pushing and go, no, that's not an inch, move it back a bit. Or just, you know, just keep doing that kind of social engineering, arguing all over again. And I don't want to get involved in that. Yeah. You know the people I mean. Hexes are hexes. You're either in the hex or you're not in the hex. Yeah. Done. Exactly. I love, I love that one of us. Michael, you're on my side, but between me and Randall, like Randall's always defending 40k. I'm always shitting. Mm. I think I think 40k, like fair play. It's really fun. It's just not for me, you know. Yeah. Like that doesn't mean it's not a fun game. It's just not not one. Yeah, it's not for me. I I agree. And yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, what? Uh, so where where do you play? You're in you're in Sheffield, right? Yep. So yeah, Steel City refers to Sheffield in the Sheffield. UK. It's kind of our city that made all the steel. Right. So it's like our Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Gotcha. Pittsburgh is Steel City. It's, they're both Steel City, and I'm pretty sure Sheffield came first. Um, what's the scene like there? It's really good. Um, yeah. So like, just every week, we pretty much get about six to ten players just playing practice sessions. Cool. Um, which is cool. mental and. 
I'm just being in the UK. There's tournaments all over the place. Like this next weekend coming up, there's two tournaments in the vicinity that I could travel to at like what half an hour's travel. Um, that are both going to be really well attended. Um, I'm going to go an hour yeah. and a half today. Oh, it's so far. Um, that's cool. Um, yeah, that's cool, and I'm not jealous at all. Uh, what's your What's your favorite faction to play? All time <sighs> or at the moment? And, it's and why? It's a tricky question to answer because I, I've, I have tried pretty much all of them. Right. Um, it kind of depends on what I'm feeling at the moment. Um, I, this is going to this is this is such a boring answer, but it kind of is usually what I think I can win with. It's such a boring answer, I know. You see, I, I don't think that's a bad answer though, because I feel like I'm like that too. And I think that you and I both coming from a position of not really understanding the lore and not like mm. being in love with a particular, you know, faction of some sort. For me, I'm coming at it just from like I I, I like this game because I like the system, not because I like, mm. you know, yeah. or whatever. So like I don't need to love orcs. I just want to play with something that's gonna be successful so that I can like feel like I'm I'm being competitive. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I, and so I, right I, now that I mean, you could probably guess that means I fancy curse breakers. <laughs> oh, let's, what was I bringing today? To the thing? Yeah, the thing, I think it was curse breakers. I think that's the one I'm going to try. And, and that's before this uh, card pack comes out. All right. So next question. Uh, credentials. Uh, how much glass have you won? Oh, um, so normal glass trophies. I'm at 14 at the moment. 14. Yeah. Hmm. Do you have like a case for that or something? I do have a trophy shelf, but it's run out of space. Um, <laughs> that is the most baller thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and what factions have you won them with? Uh, I've done... Oh, hold on. I have the list somewhere. I think I've done it with nine so far. Yeah, I've done it with nine so far. Um, oh, I'll get it up from the website. Ooh, so I should know this off by heart, but pff, yeah. I'm not going to remember. Well, I'm easy because uh, only, I've only won with two things so far. Dum, 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 dum. So yeah, I did it in this one where I said I put a picture of the trophy next to my amazingly painted models. Oh, of course. Yeah. You just won points with Randall right there, by the way. I, I said I did it with nine warbands and I didn't say what they were. Okay, I'm going to do it off the top of my head. I might be wrong. Still House Champions. Of course. Um, I've not done it with Reavers. Uh, I've not done it with Orcs. I've That's done it with support really. guards. So support guards really? number two. Yeah. All right. There you go. I did it with keys. Got it. Uh, I did that with uh, when Molog was out as well. Yeah. Um, then so I've not done it with Spike Core Swarm. Um, what was the other one in that pack? Chosen Axis. I've not done it with Chosen Axis. I've done it with Fast Riders and I've done it with Fiends. So I've done it with four of the Shades by ones. Okay. Uh, Curse Breakers. Yeah. Um, Thorns of the Briar Queen. Yep. Um, I've not done it with Gits. Um, I have done it with Eyes of the Nine. Really? Yeah. Good one. Okay. That was before Extreme Flank was banned. That helped. Mm. Um, then I've done it with Moloch. Who hasn't? And I've done it with Yothari. All right. Sounds good. I think good. that's nine. Yeah. There you go. So no, no Godsworn, no chaos. No. I, uh, I let, I let Tom do the Godsworn. I, oh yes, of course. Uh, speaking of uh, Tom and your other uh, Steel City brethren, uh, I'm going to ask you: Who do you think the best player is that contributes to Steel City? City is it you? Tom, uh, Vanitas, or Dan? I mean, without a shadow of a doubt, it's got to be me. I mean, you? Ah, yeah, man. <laughs> Don't let anybody take that from you. So, if you're talking about best player, I think it is probably Tom. I think he he, he he's terrifying and he's such a good practice partner. But I'm going to count me as being the best for the blog because I write the most articles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So just from breadth of knowledge. 
Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And anybody else in your in your meta or play group that's of note? That's so like so um yeah, outside of us four, um, there's also Martin Collins is in Sheffield and plays in the practice stuff, and he's he's a grand class winner. Okay. So which he, one did he win? Uh he won the UK Games Expo last year. Oh, okay. What did he play? I think he did it with chosen axes. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Um, oh, but that, was, that. But that was that was pre Wubar. It was. So that was when uh, Great Concussion was around. He was playing Chosen yeah, Axis. There you go. Yeah. All right. Ooh, that, that was actually difficult. Um. All right. Cool. Any, anybody else in your play group? Um. There's quite a few good players. Like so. There's there's a lot of yeah you know, solid good players who just not don't go to all the events. There's um a father and son duo, whose son is also called Tom, and he beat our Tom at one of the big grand clashes what? it was one of the most it was one of the funniest things i've ever seen he was running like all the 50 50 cards so he was running momentary madness frozen in time rebound and they all went off against tom nice. and tom tom was just sitting there like i can't be salty against a 12 year old yeah nice dig it that's pretty funny it's, yeah so i mean I, I say he's the best player but he lost to a 12 year old so maybe, maybe not, <laughs> not on that day not on that day <laughs> no all right, so uh, you guys ready to move on? We've had a lot of stuff happen to this uh, to this game in the last like three days. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's pretty. Go. It is pretty insane how much uh, content we're I, to cover I here. That, yeah, other, I mean, we may we made we might have waited another week to do an episode, but there's just so much good stuff. Right. All right, let's get started with this FAQ. Let's get started with designer commentary, right? No, no, that's that's this one. The FAQ is the one you want to do first. All right, the errata. Okay, let's see. Let's go back for it. Uh, what do we got? This uh, is the curse first, breakers. Well, well, let's talk about the ban and restricted, um, because I think that's a big one. Uh, only two additions to the restricted list. No more banned cards. And uh, and Michael, you and I were talking a little while back about how they don't need to read. They don't need to ban anything. They don't, yeah, need no, to. they don't need to. No, no yeah. I'm happy they didn't. Like, banned cards should be for stuff that's completely ruining the game, and there's nothing like that right now. Or, or, or super strong and super confusing, and nobody plays them correctly. Yeah, right. Um. So, but what we do have is two. One of which I think had to be on there, which is Tome of Offerings. Mm -hmm. Um. You put the slap that on Molog, and it just becomes ridiculous. Yeah. Um. And then the other one was Long Strider. Which is also kind of a, a Molog special. Yeah. But Randall was pointing out to me earlier, um, and, and we talked about this too, is that um, Burst of Speed, which is like a new card that's coming out in the uh, the Power Unbound pack, is exactly the same card. Oh, yeah. It's literally completely the same. The only difference is the name, so you can take them both. Right. So you were saying before about why they... That is not cool. It's not no? cool that they. Did, it's not cool that they did that. Well, I think it's okay. Uh, why? Why? Why don't you like it? Because I mean, if you were using that card now, the one that you're using is restricted, but the one in the twenty-five dollars ah. pack or whatever isn't. So you got to go get that instead of. Ah, the, the that's a fair want. call. That's understandable. Yeah. No. No. That. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. No. I'd agree with that. That is annoying. I was going to say, I think it's reasonable that one of them is restricted because having two of them unrestricted would be ridiculous for Molog. Right. I mean, they um, did the same thing with great strength and incredible strength. Yeah. 
Right. But no, I think if I think it's fair if they did it the other way around, it'd be a bit nicer. It just just seemed like so from a having to buy the pack standpoint, I think Randall's correct. But from a gameplay standpoint, I think Michael's correct. Yeah. Uh, well. Well. Yeah. I, I mean, I, and then I always get a little nervous whenever they come out with a product and then they come out with a restricted list or a major FAQ either right before or after the product comes out. Mm. Because I feel like a lot of times it kind of... It could it could force you to have to go buy that, or it in, invalidates what you just bought. Right. Like, there were a lot of cards that I didn't even get a chance to play with from the Night Vault core set that got restricted, like, right away, which is not cool. Well, I don't think they were from the core set, but what, what like, Loner? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was. I think that was a Eyes of the Nine card, but oh, okay, or, well, or it might have been like a Echoes of Glory, but um, but yeah, no, I know. Like, I I didn't even know what that card did when it got restricted because I'd never played with it yet. I, I didn't realize how how every, everybody thought it was like OP or something like yeah. that. I don't, I don't see why that. Now, would be. yeah, but this this restricted list, you know, other than that one, which is it, you know that one that one's kind of a fringe case because that is really that card really only gets played in Malog and maybe in. Uh, Certain other war bands like Skaven. maybe uh, yeah skeletons or or Skaven, mm. um, but yeah, and then even even then it you know you're taking something away from yeah Skaven or skeletons it, players yeah it becomes collateral yeah. damage yeah yeah um, yeah I mean I I think that you know because my my understanding is that these cards are made like a really long time in advance so that um, it's it's really difficult to um, to kind of from 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 the developer standpoint it's really difficult to tell what's going to become like really important to the game because you can't you can't play test every single possible you know mm -hmm. situation and i think it became clear that long strider was like it was like the Molog special and they're like we already got this other card coming out in the pack and it's like the exact same thing we got to restrict that okay. I, I bet that's what happened all right all right um, let's so move on. So, you, so you're th saying if if they didn't restrict it, then Malag would be yeah. Then you'd have two better, that are unrestricted, right? Oh, like I that. think if they didn't restrict it, it would be nuts. Yeah, it would be nuts. What they could have also done actually was throw Longstrider on the ban list and then been like, "Hey, we're giving you this other one that will just replace." That's it. even worse. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just it's just lack of forethought, though. But it would it would it would make it so that the game stays the that Malog stays in the exact same spot that he was in rather than now you could actually take long strider as a restricted slot and then burst of speed and have them both and score them both on this in the same turn doing the same thing mm. so if you wanted to do that like you could um so I, it made it might have been better not to like even give the option but i mean but putting it on the restricted list at least is acknowledging the fact that yeah these two cards are the exact same card and they're like the Malog special all right. Well, Dave, that's the... roll dice. Yeah. Still gotta... Yeah, you got yeah, to roll dice to score points with Malag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so, but then we have uh, the next one that was restricted. Speaking of rolling dice, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Rebound, not restricted. Oh, oh okay. Well, yeah, that, that's a very touchy subject. If you tell people that rebound should get restricted or banned, people get very upset with you if you say that. I don't think it should. I know. I'm I just think saying. it should. 
I don't like it. People people get very salty when you say <laughs> if that. You've been if you've been touched by people rebound say it's once, not a it's not a hundred percent guarantee. It. It's a random. You can't ban it because it's it's a thirty five percent chance to happen or whatever. I well, I agree. I don't. I, that's exactly the reason why I don't think you should. Every time I've played rebound, it hasn't worked. Mm. Oh yeah, last, it, last, last time we played, well, you you did it like four times and it never worked. Yeah, isn't that frustrating as well though? That, oh, so that's why we just, just don't play it. Yeah, don't put it in your deck. Like, wow, I, I just, feel so smart putting this stupid ass rebound in my deck. <laughs> I, I just, I think so. The game involves dice, right? You got and and random card drawing, right? There's, there's going to be, there's some luck. There's, there's a fair bit of luck in the game. I just, I hate rebound because it's so much luck on a kind of one in three chance. It almost feels like, especially against Molog, it's every time it happens, it's a one in three to win the game, which is crazy. Yep. A little too swingy for what it does. Yeah, I, so for reference, I think Last Chance is fine. It's not as swingy because it doesn't put the damage back and it's a bit more controllable if you dodge. It's a two in three. I'm, I'm okay with that, but I just dislike rebound. I, on the other hand, though, I don't, I'm not bothered enough about it that I'm going to scream. It's just I'd, I'd, I'd have restricted it if I was doing stuff. I, yeah. I, think, it would, I think it would just it's be... It's just another, annoying. It would be yeah. another Valentine's Day made. Though. It should have never been made the way it was, but I guess we have to just deal with it for now, and it's mm. probably never going to get restricted. Yeah. Well, unless they... The other thing is whether they just cycle out Season 1 cards or not, but that's a whole ma massive topic of conversation. Yeah. All right. That's going to also make a lot of people upset. Yeah. But, you know, right. and, and it's only going to make people upset who don't come from a card game or, you know, collectible card game or living card game background mm. where that happens, because... Uh, in Games Workshop games, uh, things are very rarely rotated out or um, discontinued. Mm. It's very rare. Like yeah, certain, certain armies, it, so. yeah, w certain armies won't carry over to like different editions, and it's usually when the sculpts are really old and they haven't done anything with it in a while. So, you know, it's not like it was that supported anyway. You can still go to the store and buy plenty of as many. You know, season one warbands as you want, they still have them all on the shelves. Do people still play with like the original Space Marine models sometimes? Oh, from like the eighties? I don't think so. Yeah, no, no. I imagine that would look hilarious. No, but that you know, they they got rid of like they kind of got rid of the Bretonians in when mm. they went to Age of Sigmar and a couple of the Tomb Kings. Oh yeah, they were They're, awesome. Yeah, but they kind of discontinue though, so it's very rare that stuff like that happens. So I think if you were to just say, you know, season one is gone, or all the cards from season, like the universal cards from season one are gone, I think you would upset a lot of people who are 100% Games Workshop fans, and that's the reason mm. why they're playing this game. But if you were yeah. talking to somebody who came from, let's say, a game like Netrunner or, you know, um, Magic. Yeah, they wouldn't really be bo too bothered about it, and probably would encourage it because you know the meta gets kind of stale, and you need to rotate some of the really good cards out in order to, you know, expand on a lot of strategies that people can can explore. Because there's good just luck. not a reason to play a with a lot of these other cards while you have these old cards that are so good and so reliable. Yeah, I mean the problem that they've got to try and fix is how costly it is to get in for a new player. Yeah, yeah. When season three comes up, so good luck to them. I'm sure they'll have people shouting at them no matter what they pick. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, so... it's kind of a tough. It's you can't really win in this type of situation. Mm. All right. Let's move on to the boards, though. Right. 
because we got a lot to cover. Mm-hmm. Um, boards, uh, first of all, they have names now. Nice. Yeah. So they are uh, no longer, it's no longer the Bermuda Triangle. And the two towers. And the two Although, towers of Isengard. I feel as though our names were better. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Let's see, where where are the names? Much they, better. Hold on. Okay, so the, the lethal hexes, the three lethal hexes, one is called the Molten Shard Pit. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Bermuda Triangle. Shard. And the other side is called the Shattered Refractor. Mm-hmm. Too that's not close to Soul Refractor at all. Nope. Um, okay, fine. And um, and I believe they made that whole uh, boards are only once per match thing. Yes, that's everywhere now. Yep, I like that. that. Is part of the game now, which right, I I, 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 I think that's a good rule. It's um, I'd rather they they did the thing where you um, alternate who wins board roll off, but I'll take this. This is also nice. So you're yeah. saying that if it, the person who wins the first, you want to do it like where, if, let's say me and you play, right? And we roll yeah. the dice and I win the board roll off for the first game. Yeah. And then the next game we play, we don't roll off. You just get to, you win the board roll off, you're saying. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah that, I, like I like that. I like that. Because the board placement is very important <laughs> yeah. at the high yeah. levels of play. Oh, God, yeah. And there's some times where you just, you know, depending on the matchup, you're extremely unfavorable to win, if depending on the board placement. Mm. Yeah, I like that. I, I, they, they should probably do that. Hopefully they change that in, like, the Season 3 rulebook or something. Yeah, I think that it should just be in the rulebook. Mm. All right, uh, next, moving on. Uh, you can't do Empower Spam on the Thunder Buddies anymore. That's good. Yeah, yeah I think that was a good move. I mean, I'm pissed because that was, like, something I was going to try to, like... That's- that's continue stupid. with but um but it is probably good for the game that you can't do that yeah i think i think i think like 95 percent of the player base are happy with this yeah. personally i wasn't bothered by it but i'm i'm happy that the player base is happy you know it's fine yep yeah the um, storm sire is already so good and that was like a cheesy stupid thing hmm. that they had access to and i, I don't know it doesn't make them like less powerful just how am i, yeah. so, I gonna yeah. score magical mastery now Oh, maybe you gotta actually cast some spells yes, and interact with yeah. Ah, then they gotta maybe put you gotta interact with out. your opponent's models. A I don't want to do that. Oh, I want to. Okay. I want to go to the back and just chill. <laughs> um, moving on. Uh, speaking of also another annoying thing, keep them guessing. Um, I was playing keep them guessing a lot with my Yotharis because I could just you know do one of the reactions and that counted. Mm. Um, now it does not. They changed the way that it's the the text. Yep. Change the condition on the card to read: Score this in an end phase. If your warband made at least four different actions with uh, from the following list of preceding action in the preceding action phase, move other than part of a charge, same as before. Attack other than part of a charge, charge guard, and another a- action on a fighter card. New parentheses. Here it is. Other than a reaction. Yeah, that card was getting way too good in a lot of. Uh, it was getting way too easy to score in a lot of people's. Uh... Yep. Decks. Especially the, the, the yeah, the, the KO and the uh the Yothari Guardians. It was way yeah. too easy to Anybody get. else have a reaction? Scurry? Yeah, so yeah, scurry. Yeah. It, it hurts Gits, but Gits can still do it. Yeah, you know, they've still yeah, got they still um Snurk and they can still like um they can still use the uh, action on um Drizget as well. Yeah. It's so not good when you have it. a it's not good when you have a card that scores you two glory and it's like super duper easy to get. Yeah, because Gits used to be able to do three of the conditions for this in one action. Right. Which yeah, was that's, nuts. that's not fair. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, all right, next one. Calculated risk. Finally, we got um, something on this because... Hooray! Uh, 
I know. I was talking about how you have to completely finish the move. Yeah. I think that's how most people, people went with it, but it was it was quite contentious. Well, you have to but, actually go through, like it says on the card. But you and so you do. You actually have to step into and out of yes. hex. Yeah. But so that's so that's one thing that I thought. So I was correct about that. But then you actually can score martyred because you can then move into another hex. They said and land in an, as long as it is a different hex. It has because it sells a second hex. Mm-hmm. Um, in in the FAQ, um, if you land in a second lethal hex and that kills your guy, that will score you martyred. Yep. That's fine because you made it through the first hex alive. Yep. Yeah, that so, that helps out a lot of the warbands that would use martyred that could use the help. Yep. I think also, uh, Godsworn. Um, with having to swap boards now, you can't. You, if you're trying to do that, though, you'll always want to pick boards that have more than one lethal hex. Preferably near each other too. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's cleared up for calculated risk, which, by the way, I don't think needed to be restricted. Um, I, I thought yeah. it would be. I don't think it needed to be. Yeah, I like all the lethal hex boards. I think it's more fun. Yep. Yeah, I think that that's why they want to keep calculated risk, because they want the lethal hex boards to be played. Um, and that's what that makes sense. Um, okay, so um, score immediately is now. You have to complete the full action before you can do... Sorry, the full activation. Right? What does it say? Activation or action? Ooh, I'm going oh, to now, exactly. now I need to check back. Now I'm thinking about it. Oh, so, nice. I, I know you have to. So if you charge, you have to complete the whole thing. So you can't yes. just the move bit. Yeah. Yes. Oh boy. Oh yeah. For the score immediately uh, objectives that require uh, you to charge, you have to. If I meet the conditions for score, action. I got it right here. If I meet the conditions for a score immediately objective during an attack action. By the way, no, no more new ones on that list of things you can score ret- retroactively. It's all the same. Yeah. Um, do I score that card during the attack action and draw another objective immediately? No. When you meet the conditions for a score immediately objective during any action, you score the objective after the action has been resolved. If the action is part of a charge action, you do not score the objective until after the charge action has been resolved. So mm-hmm. that means because I was doing, um, you know, change of tactics, I would wait. Yeah. because it's because it says charge but there was like but if it was like something like uh calculated risk and i charged through something through, and i went through um uh the hex i would wait until the move action was done score it there draw yeah. up then do the attack part of it but you can't do that anymore and also uh, for thundrix they can't inspire in between as well now right yeah 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 because you could like you could you could charge through a lethal hex score calculated risk, um, upgrade it and then do the attack, but you can't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah, good point. Okay, um, so there you go. Everybody, take note of that. Uh, remember when Randy? Remember a while back in like episode five when we talked about the whole ghoulish pact my turn r- r- ready for action thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, you can only oh, play yeah. one of those. We got a ton of um, FAQ qu- uh, questions and wording on you know my turn yeah so and apparently aggressive you can... defense and all that so yeah. a lot of a lot of information in here if you plan it if you have those cards in your deck right so the official is you can only play one of those off of ghoulish pact you can either play my turn or ready for action but you can't do both that's did unfortunate you did you did you would you prefer to do both um yeah <laughs> i suppose yeah yeah, yeah, I guess that that uh, you know takes 
that one explosive play out of you know aggro warbands, but that, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. It does seem like Ghoulish Pact is um, probably not going to see any play anymore, especially with another change that we 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 get to later. Which one? Uh, the relic one. Oh yeah. Oh, we didn't even write that in. We got to talk about that. Um, so we'll get to that uh, in 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 just one second, but just real quick. Um, there is this weird one that they put in with my turn and aggressive defense, and uh, if your opponent also has my turn and aggressive defense simultaneously. So if for any reason you think that might happen to you, you should read the FAQ. But I'm not going into it because it's very convoluted. Um, yeah. But again, well, if if you both have my turn and aggressive defense at the same time, and you play them simultaneously during an attack, everybody's playing it. You should look at the FAQ before you proceed. Yeah, that was always kind of like a question, you know, you would ask, you know, your friends. And when you were drunk or something, be like, what if Malog hits (laughs) this guy and then I have aggressive defense and then he has my turn and he also has aggressive, you know, so they had to kind of clear that up, I guess. What if that guy also has aggressive defense? I already said that. No, you didn't. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad they cleared all that up because that's really confusing and it could happen. Especially in the Molog mirror. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that, because a lot of times in the Molog mirror, they just both just stand there drawing cards until they have both yeah. aggressive defense and ready for action. All right. So just saying, check the FAQ before you do that. All right. And relics? They're dead Uh-oh. again. Well, they're dead. Okay, fine. Yeah. I was trying them. And then, <laughs> nope. Nope. Because now you can't use, they're all two no matter what, right? You can't spoil them. You can't G- you can't GP them. You can't do anything. You can't even use trading up on them either. Yeah, yeah, you you gotta you gotta use twelve full glory points. So all you assholes out not. there, put your <laughs> put your relics back in your binder. Fine, <laughs> fine. Um, right. I noticed John managed to uh, win with Gits just before they changed it. Oh, good for him. Gits all relics, right. yeah. Any other, and, and there's nothing in particular anybody wants to talk about when it comes to this. A lot of the other stuff is like kind of, kind of like fighter specific stuff. It's fairly sensible, fairly yeah. happy with it. So, um, if anybody, oh, uh, there is a there is one important thing that we forgot to mention that the tome of healing and the tome of insight oh, are now oh, right. actually they, they, correctly they labeled officially, as yeah, officially. Yes, yes, yes. yes. No, yeah, okay. that is a big deal. It would have been nice that you know if they were the last grand clash I had, I was at with tome of healing. Yep. Mm-hmm. That would have been yeah, nice. That would have been, that been nice, helpful. wouldn't it? Yeah. Just a couple that I just want to mention because really, um, one of them was reclaim the lamentary. There was somebody apparently asked if you can score it if there's no objectives in your territory. Really? Really? <laughs> really, really, dude? It does say you have to stand on one, yeah. doesn't it? Yes, you, you have to hold the ones in your territory. All right. Really? Okay. And then uh for keep chopping, um, you have to make you have, what does it say? What does it say? And you have to like make. Well, four it was like people were asking if you if you were able to like use a card or a reaction that gave right, you an extra like attack. Right, defense or my but, turn or something. But like it's that. very clear on the card that you, you have, have to, to make, use the activations. Yeah, you have to use the activations to but do really? attacks. Yeah, come on, guys, come yeah. on, guys. All right, Actually, and then there was one last one I wanted to bring up. Just remembered. Uh, I think Crown of Avarice is fairly good now. What is that? The one that's a card. You get yeah. To so steal it's an upgrade. Glory yeah. So it's an upgrade. When your fighter's taken out of action, you steal one of your opponent's unspent glory. Ooh. And they've ruled it now, so that happens after they get the glory for the kill. Ooh. So essentially what happens is they kill your model and you and... take the glory. Oh, 
That's good on a low on a low damage dodgy warband. That would be pretty. Mm, cool. All right. Or or you put it on your tone bar and go. Well, you stop my tomes going off, but I'll, I'll take a glory threat. I'll I'll, I'll I'll nick that from you. Oh, that's not too yeah. bad. Because I remember oh. we were talking. I think we reviewed that card whenever it came out, and we were like, the, yeah. "Your opponent yeah. has to have a an unspent glory already." Mm. Oh. And but if you can, you know, the downside of it would be like, oh, they'll just put an upgrade out or something like that before they attack that guy. Cool. But now, yeah, that that is that is pretty cool. Honestly, I like that. Yeah. Oh, and didn't we say that like Potion of Rage is now like in the? Uh, isn't Potion of Rage like in the same window as something else now? Uh, I think you can gazump it with. Hold on. Uh, is it aggressive defense? Aggressive defense gazumps it now. Okay, so yeah. if somebody's trying to come at you with Potion of Rage and you have aggressive defense, it will stop them from doing yeah. Potion of Rage. Yeah, which is really kind of cool, actually. Yeah, I think I think you might see aggressive defense come up. Yeah, buff them because, all. Because not only that, it. but then there's like a higher chance that they'll fail. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so there's a lot of other great stuff in there. Everybody uh, take a look at it. The Faded Blade stuff is fun. Um, you know... Uh, yeah, but we're we're gonna move on because we we are short on time and we have a lot of stuff to talk about with this power unbound stuff. We have power inbound right now. Um, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go down the list of um, of the what we're gonna actually do here is do it a little bit differently. Instead of going over the cards individually, we're gonna go over the um, season two warbands and then discuss which cards maybe you want to put in this or might want to consider out of the new pack um and not surprisingly the longest list of possible good ones goes to good old thunder buddy supreme um so we're going to start there and uh we'll, we'll talk about this so uh first we'll talk about the faction specific ones and that's part of the reason too is because we have a lot of faction specific uh cards and most of them have at least one that's good um so let's start with the um with the thunder buddies and we have um let's see the first one's called focal formation and this is a score immediately if a friendly Rastus and a friendly Amos are both holding objectives after an activation. Did, did they need another good score immediately? Uh, I no. think the Focal Guard players are crying. They're like, yeah, why do we get this? Come on. So there's a little bit of a, of a problem here. First of all, you have to get Rastus and Amos both onto an activation, uh, onto a, an objective. You have to, uh, you know, you can't let them. one of them die. If one of them dies, this becomes a dead card. Um, but it's, but then the positive is it's like, it's not in an end phase, it's in the end of an activation. So you can have one standing on one, or you can just um, sidestep one on, use feign way to another one, or just use an action. It, it, I was talking about this um, on, on, the, on the, uh, the Path to Glory uh podcast because i did a guest spot on that uh you guys should all check that one out thanks amon for having me on thanks jonathan for having me on um but we talked about this and and since we since we talked about it on that because i was like and eh, it's kind of like seems kind of good um now i'm I, i'm thinking it actually is kind of good especially it's definitely good, early. but the th curse breakers have this weird problem which we'll probably talk about with all the other cards as well was they've got so many good cards that like yeah what do you is do? it good enough you know yeah <laughs> like, um, yeah yeah no that's that's becoming the problem now isn't it yeah, yeah it's kind of a waste a because this this card would be amazing in in a lot of other warbands mm. yep. and and then um, it's kind of a shame that it'll pro probably not get used too often and on this faction. I mean, the, the goblins would love this. Yeah. The, the thorns would love this. Yeah. Man. 
All right. So anyway, something to uh, something to check out. Um, we are we're going to skip Storm's Fury because we don't like those ones where you telegraph what you're going to do. Yep. Um, Hand of Sigmar. You get why, an why do they do this? Smash. Why do they do this? Yeah. Oh my god. So I good. didn't. So I wasn't so sure how good this was until uh, Jonathan uh, on his blog uh, did like a maths breakdown of it. Yeah, I saw. And he worked out that this basically gives you the same increase in odds on average as a potion of rage for every attack. Yeah, this Jonathan Davis, by the way. Yeah, he does the uh, the wiggle hammer and was also on Path to Glory with me. So on a reusable upgrade. That you know, doesn't disappear at the end. This yeah. is potion of rage on a stick all the time. Yeah, just like switched on. And you th this can go on your fighter that has cleave as well. Oh my god! I mean, doesn't one on. of them have three dice too? The it can go on any of yeah. them. They, are, they yeah. all have they all have an attack that that works on smashes. Mm. Yeah, because Stormsire's got his range two stick hit. Come on, it's yeah, like this... let's let, yeah, the rich get richer. Let's I said. let's let's relax on the uh, Stormbreakers. I'm sorry, a little bit. Yeah, I know, for real. Um, um, sorry, I had one other thing to say about this. Yes, go I, ahead. I, I, so I got this tip from a guy in the Discord called Nick. Oh man, don't give it away, man. Uh, it's it, it's it's funny as hell. I'm not I'm not sure that this is good enough to build your deck for, but you've got to try it. There's a card. There's an upgrade called Unparalleled Strike, um, which is uh, it's an attack replacement. So you do this instead, and it basically says that every roll of a hammer counts as a crit. So you just so, get a crit. Yes, you have an you have an innate crit then, and then you can like build around that anything <laughs> that like procs off a crit. Yep, lethal strike, concealed weapon, all that stuff. Yeah, come on. Yeah, this was not the. I, I mean, and this was just imagine. I remember when we were talking about how we thought there was going to be a upgrade for wizards that said, "Oh, you get an innate focus." Yeah. Right. And we always thought that was coming because we had all these spells that had, you know, two that weren't really even that good and they required two focus to use. And yep. we were like, oh, well, if we have the innate focus, then, you know, when Stormsire attacks you, he's just going to automatically hit you. Well, now they automatically hit you. So, <laughs> yeah, but not Vortimus. No. Yeah. Because fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Can't win, man. Can't win. Um. All yeah, right. this card's so ridiculous. I don't know. So yeah, curse breakers get a card that's kind of dumb, a card that is pretty good, but they probably won't use, and then a preposterous card that will make them automatically hit you in close combat. Right. The one thing I will say I do like about it, I kind of like the flavor because you know Sigmar's like the god of hammers, and they get an innate hammer. I know something about that that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no. Right. Gameplay is stupid. Gameplay is more important. Yeah. All right, uh, let's talk about a bunch of these. Um, about a we're going to get a lot of these uh, uh, universals out of the way right here because so many of them would work with Thunder Buddies. Um, you, Michael, like the the one uh, shortcut? Yeah, I think shortcuts really good if you're playing um, if you're playing the kind of teleport cards. Right. Uh, which let I me think... just, uh, let me just read it real quick. It says. Sure. Uh, score this immediately when a friendly fighter is taken out of one hex and immediately placed in a different hex. But not as the result of a push or move action. So, what does yep. this work off of? So, I'll say the ones it does work off, and then I'll say the one that is probably going to spawn about five million Facebook arguments. It does work off Illusory Fighter. Yes. It does work off Shadowed Step. Sure. Um, it does work off Confusion. Yes. 
Um, it does work off. So there's some faction specific ones like sudden appearance for the bronze <laughs> or uh, deceitful step for eyes of the nine. Mm-hmm. Now, I flip flopped on this, where, um, but I think I'm actually pretty confident. This is what everyone else is saying that it does work on hidden paths. But that's the one I think everyone's going to argue about because at the end of it, it says this move this counts as a move action. Yes, right. It hidden paths is really, really ambiguously worded. Um, but I think it fulfills the requirements for this. It's one of those though where I I'm not confident enough to make the argument. So so I'm, I'm, yeah, in three months when we get the next FAQ. <laughs> I, I, I must admit I'm thinking of emailing the events team for the Grand Clash because I'm thinking of running like hidden paths and shortcut in my deck. I'm like, well, I need to know how they work. Please, yeah. please don't do what you did with healing tomes to me last time. Right, right, right. Okay, all right. But uh, let's see anything else. Let's see. Um, let's move on. Uh, Strange Demise. Where's that one? Strange Demise. Here we go. This one says, score this immediately when an enemy fighter is taken out of action by a spell that damaged them or a spell action that damaged them. So it's Sorcerer Scouring again. Yeah, another Sorcerer Scouring. So you have two, so you can kill something yeah. with your Fulmination and then get two. Yeah, or with Sphere of Action or any of the yeah. other Yeah, oh, Sphere, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Um, so there you go. Just, just, just a, a full tournament of everybody 130 players everybody's playing thunder buddies and like one guy playing like you know like the original dwarves because that's just what he plays that one guy. um yeah one guy playing reavers hey. okay um i love it when people bring reavers uh strange demise is great uh warning shot this one we'll be talking about uh score this immediately when a friendly fighter this is one of the ones that were spoiled uh, score this immediately when a friendly fighter's attack action with a range of three or more fails, which I I said on Path to Glory, that's going to happen. This is my oh, favorite yeah. card ever printed. Yes, because when I roll attacks from range three, they miss a lot. Mm. So, and range range three attacks are typically on furies. Yeah, which is you know less of a chance to hit. So that but goes yeah. in far strike. Now if you say you, you have no excuse anymore if you say you have bad dice rolls, because now you can put this card in your deck. You can put this and and you know martyred and my dice suck. You can Yay! build around rolling bad. Right. I love it. Except inevitability in. You always get some glory. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. <laughs> that was the one I couldn't remember the other day. Um all right, uh, let's move on. We have uh what are we up to now? Hold on. We have uh, overpower. That's uh if you roll a crit. Oh yeah, right. If you roll a crit, casting a spell. Uh <laughs> they'll, they'll do that. Okay. Yeah. It's a it's a serious card. Totally serious. Yeah. Um, this was one of the ones that was spoiled as well. They actually printed this card. They actually printed it. It's headshot for, yeah. for spells. Yeah, it's headshot for spells, but like so you've got your spell attack with Stormsire. Yeah. And but then you've also got like what four at least spells in your deck that you just cast as well. Yeah, they I, play I tested this. They played. They must have. Yeah. I think the only sure legitimate did. downside to it is it's not super reliable. But I mean, if it's just in your hand, eventually it will happen. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I I would see people like holding onto this until it just procs. Yeah, and you put you put usually in those decks <clears> you put well apparent, so you're rolling even more dice, aren't you? Yeah. Try and score it. <clears throat> oh my god, guys! This next one, uh, sorceress flourish. Play this, God, play this after resolving a spell cast by a friendly fighter that damaged one or more enemy fighters. Choose one of the enemy fighters. 
the fighter suffers one damage. It's twist the knife for spells. For yeah. action. For action. That's not That's restricted. What's that? And it's not restricted. And it's not restricted, which it, I, I can't. Yeah, and it's not restricted. So they're going to have to restrict this eventually because if they restricted twist and trap and pit trap, you have to restrict this. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is 100% got to be restricted whenever they do the next list. But Absolutely. it's going to be a while now, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be like three months unless they do an emergency one. Uh, like, okay. you, you know, it, it would be nice if you could run trap in, you know, curse breakers because they could pull that off pretty easily, but it's restricted. And now they just have this. They're just going to be like just toasting people off the board. Yeah. And it's a shame because it, this would be great. Th this is a great card for Eyes of the Nine. It even has Vortimus in the artwork. Mm -hmm. um, so so yeah. get your so Eyes of the Nine win because, now yeah, like yeah. a chance. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good cards for Eyes of the Nine in this. Uh, next one, speaking of they're all wizards, uh, Segut's Salvo. He was, a, he was a wizard known for his love of extreme pyrotechnic violence. Okay. Some good flavor text there. I didn't know who Segut was. Um, so there's a gamut spell, two channels. If the spell is cast, choose an enemy fighter within three hexes of the caster, which is kind of a narrow range. Um, the fighter you choose suffers one damage, so then you sorcerer's flourish. And you can push them a hex. But the, and this push must take them further away from the caster. So it ends up being like a like kind of like a mini uh great concussion mm. as well. It's a way of pushing people to lethal hexes potentially as oh well. God. So good. <clears throat> and it's double channel, which is like what, like 50-50? And if you have well of power, it's even better. Yeah, or if you have any of the innate channels. Right. It's it's a little under a fifty fifty, it's like forty eight and a half or something. But that's still really good. Yeah, and it gives you a spell that's... I mean, just a spell that's a push is really good, because we've yeah. never had one. Um, so a spell that's a push and does damage is really nice combination. Yeah. It All is right. a range 3, though. Mm. Yeah. But if you have it to was range 4, close. it would be a lot better, but, you yeah. know. I think that's why... I think if you're going, like, lots of spells, Curse Breakers, now you do take the teleport cards. Mm -hmm. Just I to think, get in I, range? That, yeah. Especially with the line of sight changes as well. Yeah. Right. Oh, we didn't talk about line of sight. You have to have line of sight for um for any Well spell. you have to have a legitimate target yeah. for yeah. all your um you know spell cards or whatever. You can't just yeah. cast them. Because the I used to actually and, people and on the other side the of block hexes. Like I would hide behind hexes so they couldn't get me and then actually them from the other side. Yeah. You can't do that anymore. So it's, yeah, it's one nice thing to bear in mind is that although Curse Breakers have these absolutely ridiculous cards and it is a bit mad, they have at least toned down some of those mechanics. And we're also with the Empower Spam and with the Line of Sight, it's not it's not quite as crazy. It's right. Like, yeah. Right. So we're 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 kind of coming at this still in the like mindset of like Curse Breakers are crazy. Like they can do all these things. They can empower a million times. They can shoot spells at anything. So, so we have to remember that 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 actually th those those avenues are not really open as much as they used to be. Mm. I think it makes also board selection even more important. If you can pick ones mm. with blocked hexes, you can really deny some of this stuff. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, let, let's move on now. We have uh, another one called Inspired Attack, which, by the way, Drax Skewer should not be on the the cover for on on the uh, the, the picture for because I don't think he has a range one attack, and this requires a range one attack. Am I wrong about that? Oh, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, his yeah the two and a three, right? Okay. Yeah, totally right. The first attack action with a range of one made by an inspired fighter, um, uh, a friendly fighter, in the next activation has plus one dice and plus one damage. So that's nice. 
Um, uh, this actually works, I think, really well with a lot of the season one war bands. Mm-hmm. They're gonna love this. Magors is gonna love this. Well, so, I mean, it is it is very powerful, but it's still again, it's one of those cards where you have to play it before you attack and you telegraph it. Oh my god! But I think I the payoff realized. is is good enough. Plus one dice and damage is really nice. Oh my god! You know what's the problem with this? It makes Molog's like rain like sweep attack better. <laughs> oh sweep! It, it, <laughs> oh uh, I think it'll only work on the first attack in that though. Right? Yes. Yeah, so, like, yeah. So, so you hit guy? like four yeah. people, only the first guy Connect. that you attack. Yeah. That'd be busted. No, the first attack action? No, it's an attack action. Oh, maybe you're right. I don't know. This is in the territory of I don't know. It says attack action. That's the sweep attack is one action. <clears throat> this is bad. If they, they, they're going to have to FAQ that too. Because hmm. I think there's precedent for the that. The problem with is the problem with that that AOE attack is that it was like two furies and like one damage or something like that, or two damage. Two damage when inspired, I think. Now it's going to be three furies, which is much more likely to happen. Plus, you can crit, and mm. three damage. Mm. That's, that's trouble. That's scary. Yeah. Oh, I wish I didn't say that. Okay. But you are right about the season one war bands. It does yeah, they're going to like you. it. It's All nice right. in general to see something good going to not super range war bands, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the fact that it has to shot. be range one. Yeah. Well, yeah, so Malag. It doesn't work on his regular attack. It's only his. No, it would just be attack. on the sweep attack. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he has to be inspired. No, no, yeah, he has been on both, right? Uh, he has to sweep on both, but you have to be inspired to use this card. Okay. All right, cool. Um, let's move on to the next one. This is called Eldritch Ward. You put this on a wizard, and it turns into Gory Visage. Which is when the fighter suffers damage, reduce the damage by one to a minimum of one, which is freaking crazy on yeah. a wizard that has four wounds. Yeah, yeah. For on on Stormsire, it's it's pretty obnoxious, but on all the other wizards, it's pretty fine. Mm. Yeah, Stormsire makes it worse because he's also got the two defense dice. Yeah, yeah. two defense dice and four health. None of the other <laughs> wizards have that. There's only really uh, Briar Queen kind of comes. Close to it with two, yeah. two, two dodges. Yeah, probably be it would be good on Vortimus as well. I think. Um, sure. Yeah, I think you still play it in Vortimus. Although we've got some other upgrades that are nice. Yeah, well, we'll talk about him when we get to him. Um, let's see. We have uh, next one's called Blazing Soul. Blazing Soul, which will is definitely good in a lot of things, but certainly in the in the Curse Breakers. Uh, this fighter is inspired. It's an upgrade, by the way. Cannot be uninspired. This upgrade cannot be applied to a fighter that cannot be inspired. So if you've already been cruel taunted, this doesn't over, go over cruel taunt, but it's erased before cruel taunt comes out to get blazing soul on something. Hmm. Yeah, if this comes first, they can't cruel taunt you. But if they cruel taunt you, you can't use this. That's right. Yeah, uh, and we'll talk about who else would love this. <clears throat> well, this is the this is a Malog card. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that's there. There are people, you know. There are a lot of cards that a lot of people put in their decks that uninspire him, like Maddening Cackle and uh, Cruel Taunt. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, we'll get to that in a second. Um, protection so there. Then uh, the last one that we recommend for Thunder Buddies is called Spirit Bond, which was spoiled earlier. Um, when you apply this upgrade, choose a friendly fighter other than the one who receives the upgrade. So you have to. 
there has to be a buddy on the uh, on the board somewhere. While this, while the fighter you chose is on the battlefield, they are always considered to be supporting this fighter. It works so, therefore, it works on attack and defense. Yeah. So like, I know everyone likes making spell attacks for Stormside, but if you've got two defense dice and now you can't support, really hard to hit. Yep. Sounds good. All right. So those are the ones that we like for the Thunder Buddies. So if you are playing them, you should consider these cards, although that's a lot of cards to consider. And so you'll have to make some really, really hard cuts. Um, but let's move on. Let's talk about the Thorns. Um, Randall, you've been playing the Thorns a little bit lately again. Mm-hmm. See, I, 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 you do very well with them. I like, I like playing against you when you're playing them. Okay. Very challenging. Um, let's see. What do we got, though? Um, as far as... Um, I'm just scrolling back up. As far as the, uh, car- the, fact- the three faction-specific ones, I think the only one we really liked was Deathly Clutches, which has already been spoiled. Um, and that's score this immediately when two or more friendly fighters become inspired at the start of your activation. And, and that's one glory. And I, I, when I play you, Randall, you do this a lot where there will be two or more uh, of your chain rasps or whatever that will inspire simultaneously. And so this is just like a nice little, like just extra glory for doing something you were probably trying to do anyway. Uh, I don't really like this one. You don't? No, it's it's too reliant on you having that one card in your hand, the uh Drifting Advance. Drifting Advance, yeah. Yeah, but you can also do that in sudden appearance. Okay. You can do you can do distraction and then like one of those. Yeah. I it, all I'm saying is, Randall, is I remember when I'm playing you, there are a lot of instances where you flip two at the same time. It's because of drifting advance. Well, there you go. If, okay. if you don't have that, it's very difficult to pull this off. Yeah. I think there's better stuff you can run. In, uh, okay. Well, I I still will. I still recommend it. It's okay. So stand by it. It's all right. Carlin? I think it's a good card. I don't play Thorns enough to like... It's, it's Again, it's one of those Thorns are ones with lots of options. So it's like... I think if you're playing for this, you can make one. Because they've got their own... Um, they've already got an objective, haven't they? That's similar. Um, they have one like, where if you charge through different people, right? Or if it's... Uh... They're they're like completely surrounding a guy or something. Mm. And yeah, that's it. If they're completely, if they're, if it's like if there's three of their fighters next to someone. Yeah. I think they've got. So like, if you you could you could potentially run two of them and then put more like sidestep effects in. But I don't know if it's worth it. You know, it's. I think you'd have to try it out. <clears throat> I'm not crazy about it. Okay. Um, another one we would recommend for Thorns is Inspired Attack because you have a lot of. Uh, range one attacks in this warband. It's basically everybody except for the Briar Queen. Yeah, yeah. Really, really nasty. Really nasty. They ever hanged. Yep. Um, there's another one that we have not talked about. Let me see if I can find it. Called uh, Two Steps Forward. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm just saying, if you use this Randall, you might find that that other card is a lot easier to get. Where is where is this thing? It's a ploy, right? Yeah, it's a ploy. It's um, so I could read it out if you like. Yeah. Go, oh, I found it. I found it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Oh, okay. Choose two friendly two friendly fighters and push each of them one hex. Then choose an opponent. They choose one fighter from their warband and push them up to one hex. All right. So there you go. You can get that. It's almost like drifting advance, but a little bit lighter, right? Can't they just push the guy that you pushed your two two guys in away you one? Could... And... Oh, yeah, I suppose they could. Good for uh, getting onto objective tokens, though. Yes. Um, good if you're playing Skaven. 
I actually like uh, this one. I, I like the one that they had their their signature one, the haunting obsession. It says this fighter cannot be. It's an upgrade. It says this fighter cannot be pushed while they are adjacent to enemy fighters. And then uh. if they because oh because that's, yeah. that's good in that that's that's good if you're going the uh, the Dean Bills Adepticon style deck where if you're going full on objective play, that's a great card. Ah, so you basically if they charge you with a range one fighter, they just can't push you off. Yeah, even can't if they, push you. Yeah. And they got to kill you. That's the only yeah. thing. But the only that, downside you know, with that is the amount of range attacks there are now. Yeah, that's that is yeah. that is a that is a consideration. But um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of their other one, the freezing fear. <laughs> that that one's kind of yeah, it's, it's, it's just a worse transfixing. Worse transfixing stare. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one we got that we we recommend for the. And I'm just trying to find it before I talk about. Ah, uh, there it is. For the thorns is spectral armor. Which is if this fighter's defense characteristic is uh, dodges, which the Briar Queen is, mm -hmm. they have plus one defense. Nice. And also all, all your chain rasps too. Yeah, right? it's kind of it's it's kind of just like uh, acrobatic, but without all that extra word yeah, on it. That doesn't exactly. matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just getting an extra defense dice on a guy that has dodges. And yep. you know, just a three dodge, or if you have acrobatic as well, a four dodge Briar Queen is yeah. like. Yeah, Great. good luck hitting that. Yikes. I like uh, this one, Quickening Greaves, for the, the objective style deck for Briar Queen. Ah. Ah. As I looked at it, and basically my brain went, nope, too many words. That's a, <laughs> too, <laughs> too many words, not read. reading that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the Quickening Greaves, it says, in each round you can do one of the following. Push this fighter one hex before the roll to determine who has the first activation, or push this fighter one hex after the final power step. So if you're playing the objective style, this is for good for goblins too. If you're playing objectives, um, you know, yeah, you being able to jump, yeah. A, yeah, jump a guy back on the objective right before the round ends, or um, being able to position yourself so that you're already on the objective, so you don't have to do an activation. That's really smart. I hadn't thought of that because basically yeah. it's like it's like having sidestep, but from your upgrade slot instead of your yeah, yeah, um, and also it can happen multiple rounds, and it can also happen in the round that you. That you put it on, mm. yeah, right, yep. yeah. So it's like, hey, I'm gonna get a free sidestep at the end of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, fair play. That is actually really good thinking about it. Okay, so we'll we'll add that one in. All right. Uh, anything else about thorns? It was a good thing we have you here, Randall, because I mean, you're the thorns guy. So, any, anything else you like that we didn't consider? Isn't there another ob objective that's kind of like that miraculous escape, or is that a? Uh... I think that that was that's, a, that's, a, that's a specific. Which okay, we're forgot. Talk about in a minute. Okay, I think right, keep maybe going. spiritual bonds good with thorns as well. Which one? Because one's that? Um, it's the one where um, basically like helpful whispers, but a bit different. You know where? Oh yeah. It, uh, but um, with the queen, it makes it quite. With angry, the queen, if she's it? like rolling four dice, yeah. Yeah. We'll put it on Varclav because Varclav's probably not going in. I mm. guess. I mean, it's it's pretty easy to get support. Anyway, with with Thor's of the Briar Queen, but I mean, it would be nice to be able to have, um, you know, you put this on the Briar Queen and some some random chain rasp, and then you use a sudden appearance on the Briar Queen. Now she has support. Yeah, yeah. Well, if, and also, if you have one fighter supporting already, this would count as an extra because it's uh, the way it's worded mm. is that fighter's always supporting you, so you yeah. can get two. Yep. Okay. Oh, and aren't there like some objectives that say like if you're being supported by like two or more? Oh, yeah, there is, isn't there? I've not thought of them. Yeah, There's that one that like can... scales up your damage with how many people are yeah, supporting you. together. Yep. Oh yeah, there's that as well, isn't there? Yeah, I there's a few what that weird one's interactions called. you could go for that. 
All right. Interesting. Well, we'll be, we leave it to the uh, to the community at large to figure that one out. All right, moving on. Uh, oh, and we also said Eldritch Ward is good for Thorns. They have a lot of... Wait, which one is that again? That's Sam the one where you take one less damage. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, right. It's kind of like... Um, I probably take... Oh, yeah, uh, she's a wizard. That's I will right. probably take... Well, the the doesn't this uh, kind of do the same thing that um, Potion of Constitution does? Yes, but it doesn't use itself up. Right, but you kind of like the reaction part of it. Oh, right? you do. You want treacherous foe, don't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. But yeah. you know, I might take um, what do you call it? The, I have a like one of the deathly fortitudes or whatever in. Uh, I might I might I, replace that. I feel, I feel like if you can afford to get the use the restricted slot, sudden growth, deathly fortitude, and then have Eldritch Ward on your queen, and you've also if you get inescapable vengeance, you don't care about losing the movement. You're just teleporting anyway. Yeah. They'll never kill her. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. yeah. All right. You guys ready to move on to Gits? Yeah. Yep. Okay. So for Gits, we, there was a few that we said already. And in fact, the ones that we have are, are ones that we've said already. So for Gits, we like, we like warning shot because you have a lot of guys that shoot the, the little archers shoot from range. They'll probably miss occasionally. We liked inspired. Attack. Have the, uh, do they have three dice? They have. It depends they have if they're inspired or not. Yeah. Oh, I think uninspired. They have two cross swords. Yeah, I think they have so two. I know they have two and miss on yeah. purpose, you know. <clears throat> yeah, but doesn't Don't that one need that. to have? Does that one you need to have three dice, or it has to be range three? Range three. Oh, okay. My, three. I'm sorry. Yeah, forget what I said. Um, so warning shot, um, inspired attack. We like with them a lot of range one attacks with them with the squigs and and Drizget and everybody. Um, yeah, they inspire fairly easily, don't they? Yeah, the two steps forward so that you can get on those objectives you need. And uh, spectral armor is good on them. You can throw that on Snurk and just be a problem. Yeah, and that boots thing I said before. The, the boots, yeah, the the yeah. greaves, the enchanted greaves yeah. are also good. I like right. their uh, upgrade, the really pointy stick. I, I just like the name. Well, I like that it has cleave and does two damage. Yeah, but it's only two furies. And it's it's two mutating too. maul. Yeah, yeah, mutating maul does the same thing. It has cleave and it hits on hammers. I think. Uh, yeah, it's right, two yeah. hammers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that mutating but, but I love a, I love yeah. a good pointy stick. We all do. The RPS, man. Oh my god, what is this? Long the longer and pointier the stick, the better. All right. That leaping loon card is terrible. It's not that good. Like who cares about why do we care well, about? Well you have to uh, yeah, well Zarbag it's like so much. Yeah, nobody for Zarbag, nobody cares about him, and you have yeah. to use this in the power step before your opponent goes and they right. might just, it just not doesn't go you. after you. So it's just attack one of the other oh, eight goblins. Like... Exactly. All right. Eyes of the nine. They, they they picked up a few good ones. I'm going to start playing these guys again. I think that they're worth checking I, out again. I'm not going to, you know, have too high expectations, but... Right. Which is, I, which I think is they're going to be fun. It's about time. So there's a few of these that we've already talked about that we said were good. Uh, warning Shot, Overpower, Sorceress Flourish. Uh, uh, warning Shot is so good with these guys. They, mm. they all shoot... Well, because range. now you can be... like You can say with, like, Narvia and Turaj, you can be like, oh, I'm going to use my spell tech... If it doesn't hit, then I score my objective. If it does, then they get inspired. Damage, yeah, but they're not yeah. going to hit. You know that. They and get not, inspired. Don't forget, it's not a spell so. attack. But and now, the uh, yeah. blue slash brimstone horror is probably going to miss as well. Yep. Yeah. Oh, well, I put a lot of upgrades on that guy. He's Ooh. secretly the best guy in the warband. Oh, no, he's not. That's no secret. Uh, he's it's not a high bar to beat, really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Narvi and Tarash, like, put their arms around each other and slowly Dude. walk away and then get stabbed in the back and die and give uh, your opponent glory because they're easy. Nice. All right. Um, so warning shot. We said overpower is good. 
um, Sorceress Flourish because you got Vortimus. Um, Seget Salvo because you have Vortimus and Sorceress Flourish. And over, and what is it? Uh, yeah, that's that. Um, two one, steps forward. We thought we're good with them too. Um, if the one where you put it on your wizard leader and he has Potion of Constitution forever is really good with. Which one? The. the the Eldritch Ward, yeah, yeah we said that Ward, one too. Yeah. And Spectral Armor, because it's a Dodge Warband for the most part. Yeah. Mm. Um, we but here are a couple of new ones we we like. Uh we like Architect of Fate, which is just Malac miraculous escape. Somebody throws three dice and the and the attack fails for whatever reason. Um, either you you tie them or they they blank out, or you have you know last chance, or you have rebound, all of those things will score a miraculous escape. Yeah, I yeah, like I, that. Well, sorry, I Architect think, of Fate, which is the same thing. I think there's something kind of cool and zinchy about, you know, scoring glory off them missing you and playing Last Chance or something. Right. Yep, that that is, that is very on theme. And there's all these cards now that give uh, Vortimus extra defense. Mm. Yep. So, you could take Acrobatic and uh, the new one right. and have four dodge and just go, well, yeah, every time you miss me, what, I could just be scoring glory off it. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, it, this is already a card. Like, I don't know why they needed like, and this isn't that good. They needed something real good, like Curse Breakers <laughs> have. They need just, you know, what they needed just the Curse Breakers card, where, where they can they, they get cast one, a spell and you get one, cast a spell, you get one. Yeah, yeah, that's all they needed. They didn't need this garbage. This is this is stupid, and it, it's already a card. The other thing so. I don't like about this, sorry, I, so I do like Architect of Fate. I think it is worth at least checking out in this deck but uh but the the picture is narvia being attacked by the briar queen and the briar queen is missing yeah that never happens <laughs> and that yeah. would never happen yeah. narvia would get just exploded okay yeah. the best um, you can hope for there is martyred right <laughs> right uh yeah no that, that that's eyes of the nine they score martyred and then they lose every game yeah. something to one yeah yeah all right so forewarned uh this is one that we think is okay um, but there's something about it. Hold on. So this is a reaction. It's a ploy reaction. Play this during an attack action that targets a friendly fighter before the attack, um, before the attack roll. You can re-roll any number of dice in this fighter's defense roll. That's great. So, so we like this because it's protective. Here's another thing. It, it blocks using Potion of Rage because it's yeah. in the same window. Which but, is nice. I mean, everyone runs Potion of Rage. Yeah. Yeah. But the good thing about it is that it's a reaction to them attacking to the you. You don't have to, called, yeah. right, you don't have to say like, oh, earlier. before my opponent goes, I'm going to play this on my guy, and then he doesn't attack that guy or something. Yeah. yeah, it's just You can hold this in your hand and use it when you really need it. Mm. Yep. I like this one a lot. And, okay. um, sorry. No, I'm just, I'm, I just, I have to, I have to go to a tournament in like Let's 20 minutes. And I guess got to make sure we get through everything. Okay. All right. Uh, so, so, uh, Malog. Damn it. Okay. Uh, so we said spirit bond, which is the one where if they're, you know, you can pick somebody to support him no matter what, you just put that on one of the squigs. Um, blazing soul, of course, because you want him to stay inspired. Um, spectral armor, because you put on the bat squig and just uh... as a joke. No, Maybe no, no, I don't pushing really. it. <laughs> but, but I mean, come on, bat squig. Are you getting wise like... over there, Max? What's that? Trying to put upgrades on the bat squig? I just want a bat squig that is unkillable. All right. Um, I mean, he's usually unkillable because no one wants to kill no, him. 
right (laughs) i know but now he's like super unkillable all right no so that's a joke everybody don't you don't have to do that don't spend a slot on that okay burst of speed i feel like we talked about already it's just supplements or replaces long strider depending on how you want to play it um and depending on whether you want to spend uh, the restricted slot on long strider i think you take burst of speed now definitely and if you feel like throwing in long strider and, and, and doing a restricted slot you throw that in yeah, okay. I think Moloch players are going to have the toughest time of anyone picking five restricted cards now. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, oh, yeah. this burst of speed definitely goes in. Okay, um, as far as the... Oh, boy. As far as the um, the the faction cards come in, we want to talk about all of them just real quick because they're all kind of like... Mm. They're like, all right. Mm. Um, territorial, we were talking about um being an okay card it's basically denial uh score this in an end phase if no enemy fighters are in your territory but it is one glory and i remember when i'm playing uh with malog or if i'm playing against malog generally the play goes into the the board that uh malog's uh, attacking board you know, they go in because Malog's coming at you if you're playing against him or if you're playing him, you're going at them. Hmm. So and and it's not a third end phase card, but it's only one glory. But I just see this happening a lot. It also will do the same thing that Annihilation would do, um, even though it's only one. Uh, so it's like, it's okay. It's only one glory. I think if it was two glory, it would be very good. Um, yeah, if it was two glory, it'd be probably too good because it can happen any phase. Yeah. But for one glory, it's maybe not good enough. It's not weird in between a bit. I still think you'd, you'd probably score this a lot, though. Uh, yeah, the problem is, so it, in a best of three, once someone knows you've got it, um, they're always just going to jump yeah, someone not. across with yeah. something. That's true. And at which point, it's like, you, you'll probably still get it at some point in the game, right? Mother can just go back and kill them. Yeah. But how many turns is it just going to be sitting in your hand not, yeah. when you could have been scoring other things, you know? And it's only one. That's I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm ambivalent on I this I think one. there's five other better better objective cards yeah, you could definitely, run in. Definitely. Monologues. Uh, we, we discussed Horrible Grin, which has a lot. It's a reaction. Play this after an enemy fighter's attack action with a range of one. Oh, boy. That targets a friendly Molog, but does not take the Molog out of action. The enemy fighter is no longer inspired, cannot be inspired, uh, and this effect persists. That's brutal. It's pretty brutal. But the but it's, the, it's only range one. And yeah. it only works once. Yeah. It's, it's insanely good against some warband and dead against others. Yeah. It's a weird one. Yep. Um, it would work against uh, both of the lesser Thunder Buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, the next one, uh, Spark of Sentience, uh, which is a reaction. You can only put it on a, it's an upgrade. You can only put it on a squig. Uh, reaction says, after this fighter's activation, draw a power card. And I was saying that, like, because when I was on the Ready for Action one, I was saying, not Ready for Action. Sorry. I would like to be on that one, guys, if you're listening. Um, no, but the, the path to glory one, I was saying like, I, I, cause I would draw cards, but now if you have this on a squig, you could move them, put them on guard and still draw a card. You could put bag of tricks on them and draw two cards. So I just think from an action economy standpoint, it's okay. I don't, I still think it's a bubble card. Terrible. At best. It's a terrible it's, card. It's fun, but you're in a Molog deck. You basically want to be getting stuff on Molog to make him incredibly good. All yeah. upgrades go on Molog. So, yeah, and then um, also you don't get too much glory. Those squeeze get you know, no love. You, you, I mean, but when you're playing Malog, you don't get too much glory until you start snowballing the game, and you need the yeah. upgrades to do that. 
So you need every when you get when you spend glory in the first and second round of each game, you really have to think about what is going to give you the best chance for Molog to either survive or start snowballing and killing everyone. And this doesn't really help you that much. I think I think it helps you with those like first activation of each round where you're like drawing a card. Yeah, but then you don't have the glory though for that. I know it's. It, I didn't say it's great. Okay. I just. I just said it's like, it's a thing. All right, anyway, forget it. Forget it. I'm wrong. All right, let's move on. I don't know. You uh, play Molog more than me, but I just think I would, I would never I, play I just remember sitting there yeah. and going like, all right, I'm going to draw a card. And then, all right, I'm going to draw a card. All right, now I'm going to charge you. Like, and, and so I could I could put Stalax Squig on guard and give him a little bit more extra help against, um, you know, against a, like a cleave attack or something like that and still draw the card I wanted to draw. So I don't know. Again, it's just from an action economy standpoint. Uh, maybe, maybe Stephen Van will do something on that. Um, all right, but let's move on because uh, now we're really running out of time. All right, Godsworn, uh, spectral armor, of course, because it's dodge warband inspired attack. Um, warning shot, maybe because we have two guys that have range attacks. Hmm. And you're gonna use them. You're gonna throw that Jagathra, and she's gonna. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna. It's miss. tricky though, because once she's thrown her spear, yeah, now it's you've only got one range. range attack. And if yeah. you didn't have this in hand when she threw it, then you might. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. I don't know. It's not amazing. I, think I don't know. Olo's stuff, pretty. But... He's not that accurate either, so he could. It has it. a place. I think it has mm. a place. Um. All right, but then of course the one we definitely have to talk about is a worthy kill. Oh, it's amazing. Auto include. Because it's yeah. the same thing as the one, a worthy deed, only you get an extra, an extra glory. It's a two yeah, glory score immediately for doing something that you're going to have to do anyway. And best worthy deed is the one where they have to have an upgrade out, or they have to be inspired. Is that what? No, it's exactly no, the same. It's, it's just one glory. Yeah, you just you just kill something with four wounds. Two glory. Okay. Immediate. So they just made another card that does the exact it's same thing that better. gives you two glory. Yep. Yeah. Big, bigger payout. Sure. Yeah. It's uh, this is the best aggressive objective in the game. Yep, it's only on God's one. Like four, uh, four wound fighters are almost in every warband. It sucks if you're going against uh, Gits, but everything else, you got a chance. Yeah, I think God's one are happy against Gits anyway because they'll just make four attacks a turn and yeah. usually kill three Gits. Yeah. All right, moving on. KOs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. KOs. We said two steps forward is probably good for them because they need to make up some some ground a lot. Warning shot definitely because mm. everything is going to be, you know, everything is going to be a, a range attack. Um, as far as the um, as far as these faction specific, they all have something going on for them, I think. Um, let's start with steady aim. Score this immediately uh, when a friendly fighter's attack roll includes only successes. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I like I, I think I've seen someone do the maths that on a two hammer attack, that's only twenty five percent odds. So you shoot more than four times. That's true. Um, I I don't know though. I, I I think it's on the edge again. You know. Yeah. Well, it's not a headshot over this. It's not restricted. Well, but yeah, certainly. Yeah. But <laughs> it's also not restricted to the range attacks. It's true. Well, and yeah, it's it's you. it's weird because a lot of the other object before this one, a lot of the other objectives were a lot easier to score with um, Iron Hail. True. The, yes. This one is easier to get with uh, Thundric or Lund. Because people have learned to kill Iron Hail first if they can. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
So this kind of spreads out the the threats, but I don't know. It's fine. It does fine card. Yep. Um, the next one is uh, du Duarden Res Resilience, which is demonic resilience, but for uh, for the, the KOs. Uh, the first time a friendly fighter suffers any amount of damage in the next activation, they will only suffer one damage. Oh yeah, that's the this like the Magoros card. Yeah, it's super deflating when it gets thrown at you. This is good. Yeah, yeah. this is great for them. I think so too. I think that this is good, one you good to protect buy. Iron Hail. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think this is yeah. better for them than Magor's one is for them because yeah. they've got less wound. They've got fighters and like two wounds. Yeah. So you go, well, yeah, you're not and killing them. Yeah. Go ahead, go after Iron Hail. Oh, by the way, this one. Yeah. Watch Morlog yeah. just ha. Hey, cry. Wait, he's yeah. like, well, I was going to. Oh, yeah. Um, the next one is called Disciplined Retreat. This is an upgrade, and it would be, be so good if it wasn't just on Lund, but it's a uh, reaction after this fighter's attack action. Doesn't have to be successful. Push them up to two hexes. So it's Blessing of Hydragos, which works like Duelist Speed, but you can only do it on Lund. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's better than either of them, slightly, but it's only on Lund. Yeah, which makes it not as good. Yeah, but I, I'd say go with guy. the one. I, I'd say out of out of those three, go with the one that uh, it's called Duelist Speed, where the one where you just do do one, you push one after you attack. You don't have no to succeed. What. Yeah, I, th I think I like yeah. that one the most. Yeah, I agree. I think it's best. I think it is the most steady of the three. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, and that's what we like for the KOs. Um, moving on, we're going to the Guardians now. Um, and the guardians got a, got a fair amount of stuff to to chew through. Um, a lot of the uh, a lot of the stuff that is good for the thunder buddies are good for them because you have Yothari and she's a fairly powerful wizard. Uh, Spirit bond, blazing soul, eldritch ward, spectral armor because you have dodges, Segud salvo, um, sorceress flourish, overpower, warning shot, strange demise. All of these are worth checking out. And then, of course, we discuss. Uh, sorry, and the last one we're going to discuss is a faction-specific one for the Guardians, which I wish they got some better stuff because these two are not so great. And even the one that we're going to talk about is not amazing. Um, and this is called uh, Spite Thorn Arrow, which was the one that was um, spoiled a little early. Which is a thing you put on Anslain, which again falls into that same problem with like, you know, Discipline Retreat. You can only put on. It's good, but it only goes on Lund. And then on top of that, it gets used up. It's a one-time shot, but the shot is good shot. It's a four range, three smash, two damage, and um, you can't use uh, dodges to get out of it. Yeah, it's like an opposite of cleave type effect. Yeah. And it's uh, it's a great shot. You don't think that's good? I think it's good. The issue, of course, is that it's restricted to Anslane. Yeah, and that it goes away it. after you've used it, and it goes away. So if you so if you set off her reaction, her next shot is like a normal shot. And so we, I've had a little bit more time to chew on this, and uh, I don't. I think it doesn't make the cut anymore. Does she normally have range four? Uh, uh, only when she's inspired. inspired. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's really awkward because it's like it's the type of card you want to put in your deck because it's obviously really strong. Yeah, but, but it's but just like uh, how often her. does it come up that it's useful? Yeah. And of course, you would use it on a charge, right? Because you want to get that super crazy distance going on, because that's like a threat range of what, like eight, nine? Oh god, uh, eight. That, it's at least right. No, no, it's range. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be. It'd be I'd say yeah, this card be, is worth exploring and will help you a lot in the in the Briar Queen or Gits matchup. Yeah, I think it'll end up not being as great as people think it is. 
Um, I think I think it will see play, but rarely, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's everything. Uh, there was a couple of other ones we just wanted to talk about that are not necessarily um, specific to anything, um, but just just a couple points to make. Uh, first of all, we talked about shortcut already, right? So uh, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we mentioned yeah, it with we curse did. breakers. Okay, um, fizzle. Uh, it's still better to have forceful denial than fizzle. Let's see what fizzle does. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Oh, hold on. Where is well, it? this where? is only for magic. Yes. It's only it, for it, magic. It, but it, here we go. Um, play this when an enemy fighter succeeds. It's a reaction. Uh, play this when, and it's a ploy. Play this when an enemy fighter successfully casts a spell. Roll a magic dice on a roll of a channel. That spell is not cast. So it's 50 50. It's a 50 50. Um, but yeah, it's 50 50 stop spell. But if you take force or denial, like even the curse breakers that are casting lots of spells are going to have ploys. They're going to have really good ploys you want to stop, like ready for action or hidden paths. Just take that, and then it's not dead against things that aren't using magic. Yep. yep. So it's still better to have. Yeah. And, and that is still a 50-50 on the fizzle, you're right. Yeah. It doesn't include it, the, the crits. Would have been cool if they'd have included the crit and just made it a bit more odds-on, so then there's more of a choice. But as it is, I think you take forceful denial instead if you want this type of thing. Yep. All right. And we had another one called, let's see, what is it? Upper Hand, and which we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, Upper Hand says, play this during a friendly fighter's attack action. It's a reaction. It's a ploy. Play this during a friendly fighter's attack action. When the attack roll and defense roll are compared, if the rolls are tied, add one success to the attack roll. I actually think this is insane. It's really good, mm -hmm. but I think, but we didn't put it down on this because this would be good in any aggressive warband, season yeah. one included. Yeah, you you play this on Magors, you play this on anything actually, because there's no range restriction on this. Yeah, and it's because it's a reaction. You just use it when the situation it's comes like, up. I would like to hit. It you works now. on crit. We've all I been mean, there. You have a double, if you have a crit, if you roll a crit and they roll a crit, then you play upper hand you, and you you still, get a success on the roll. I, the amount of times we've all been in games where they've just equaled your attack, and, you just and suddenly you turn that into a kill. That's nuts. It's great. Yep, I think that's going to be. I think we're going to see that quite a bit. Actually, it, it could just. It could be a little awkward. It could just stay in your hand for the entire game. If you don't tie. That, but that's fine though. I'd love to have that insurance. Like right, you know, okay. you, you have car insurance. Yeah, of course. You ever you ever you ever crash into anything? Sure. Really? No, oh, I never have. I, I have, but then I don't have a car. Can, so. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. I mean, you don't somebody have insurance cra somebody because, crashed into because me. you're going to use it. You have insurance because you might need to use it. So I, I don't know. I kind of like it. I, I think it's one to keep. Uh, Malog definitely because Malog need, needs to kill things. I um I also saw somebody do some maths on it on the Discord, and they basically said it was almost as good as Haymaker. But the fact that it's a reaction just makes it much better than Haymaker. Right, because you can choose when to use it, and you yeah. don't have to telegraph at all. Yeah. Yeah, and might act if 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 it's the same math, then it might be a replacement. Yeah, it depends on exactly what dice are in what, but it's about the same as Haymaker, which is nuts. All right. And uh, we talked about Blazing Soul before, which is the one that keeps you inspired. And we said that um, if you're playing a Tome deck, you're going to want it and put it on your Tome caddy if if being inspired gives them a defensive advantage of some sort. Yeah, totally. Yep. Um, makes, them, makes them harder to get through. That's right. your so job that as a Tome deck. For, yeah, so that'd be good if you're using um, the Gits and you're using, uh, what's the name, Snurk. Um, good if you're using, um, you know, uh, Storm Sire if you're using him. Yeah, because um, if people are still packing Cruel Taunt, yeah. 
suddenly Snurk's big advantage of how you don't kill him goes away. Yeah, it, it becomes a, uh, it becomes just, again, it's like an insurance. Hmm. Cool. And uh, we like prized vendetta for good anti-Molog or anti-Tomes deck. Where's that one? It's the one where you get to re-roll your attacks against one fighter. Uh, oh, yeah, right. I think where it's an upgrade. It? It's, it's an upgrade. upgrade? Yeah. I got it. I got it. Hold on. Uh, prize Vendetta. Here it is. Um, when you apply this upgrade, choose an enemy fighter. His name is Molog. You can re-roll all dice in attack rolls for this fighter's attack actions that target this enemy fighter. Yeah. And even if like you're not just doing it specifically for Molog, you just put it on before you make an attack against a specific model and you go right well i've got to re-roll all my dice for that one attack it could be worth it just for that all right it, yeah it seems reasonable i mean i don't think it's amazing but it's, it's certainly certainly worth trying out if you're aggro cool all right well we did it and i have to leave in five minutes so carlin okay. keys to salvation you had a good idea and i, I want to do this one so so uh carlin what is your key to salvation what is your tip for our uh, listening community okay so this is about trying to stop yourself going on tilt um there are when you're in a game you can often be your own worst enemy um if you've had a bad streak of luck it's like say for instance you've just played haymaker and you've used potion of rage and you attack someone and you roll three successes and they roll a single crit defense it's really easy to just get in your own head and just give up on playing the game and just kind of go through the motions of just like drawing cards and going yeah you win However, we've all um, been there. Yeah, oh god, we've all been there. There's almost always like 99. a few nine percent times where there are still plays you can make to win the game. You're not likely to take them. Like, you know, they're probably like it probably it can sometimes be you've only got a five percent chance. But when you put yourself in that mental place of that should have hit, it's all over now, you don't give yourself that chance anymore. So my tip would be to see when that look goes wrong, the game is a puzzle. Not like some competitive fair play thing, because it's not fair anymore. The dice have just decided to ruin your experience. But see it as a puzzle and find the one crazy situation you can use to get out of it. And just go for it. And if that doesn't work, well, you've not lost anything. You already would have lost anyway. Right. And then and then it puts you in the mindset, in like a winning mindset, and then it lets you keep playing the game. And on top of that, give your opponent a match they really want. Yeah, I think I think it's one of the, one of the worst experiences in the game is when someone else and we've all been there, but when someone else has bad luck and then they get super salty, and you're sitting across the table from someone who's just kind of moaning and destroying cards and not playing. It's much more fun if you at least play it through as much as you can. Moan about it afterwards, but while you're in the game, do the best you can. Especially in tournament settings. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and uh, and you said also to if you want to blame dice after the game, you can do that, but don't do it in the middle of the game. Yeah. If you blame dice in the middle of the game, you're you're, you're mentally... mentally destroying yourself. Do yeah. it afterwards. Yeah. Yep. All right. Sounds good. And I still have five minutes to leave and make the tournament on time. We did it, guys. Hey. All right. Randall, how you feel? We did it. I think we did. All right. Carlin, thank you so much for being on the program. We really wanted to get you on, and we're happy to be the third uh, podcast you are uh, you are holding. I guess off. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. No. It's fourth, been great. It's... ready. Yeah, ready for action. But they're but they're UK, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the, it's... the third American one. Also, like I think it was in a way it was good we had short time because I'd have gone off on crazy tangents otherwise. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm glad we funnel Jen. All right. Cool. 
So, uh, so I, I'll, I will sign off then. So for, uh, uh oh, sorry. Uh, any, any, anything you want to plug? Uh, I mean, I think I already mentioned the blog and that's all I care about. So yeah, City, yeah, well, that's, I don't mean, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Everybody go, go and read that great stuff. Um, really great content. Um, I just want to, again, uh, cause I, I mentioned before, make sure I do it again. I want to thank him on for, uh, inviting me on his podcast. I was happy to do it anytime. And, um, let's see, I guess that's it. All right, so so for Battle for Salvation podcast, this is Max Bernstein. I'm Randall. And I'm that's Michael. Michael. There you go. And uh, we'll see everybody next time.